Addiction plays hardball. He would hit me with these verbal attacks. I just said to him, I love you so much. You're such an amazing person. I can't take this ride anymore. It was the fact that dad made that sentiment and broke down. And years later, he told me it had a huge impact on him. Sometimes doing what's right for your loved one is the hardest thing to do. Karen is that right thing. Visit CARON.org slash lost. I'm Dr. Sabrina Steerwald, and I'm Everyday Einstein, bringing you quick and dirty tips to help you make sense of science. The International Space Station, or the ISS, is the largest structure humans have ever put into space. In fact, it's so large that it wasn't launched in its entirety. It was sent up in pieces and then constructed in orbit. The ISS is also estimated to be the most expensive man-made object ever built. Its hefty price tag exceeds 100 billion U.S. dollars. So who uses the space station? And for what? How big is it? And can we see it from down here on Earth? Let's get to know the ISS. What is the International Space Station used for? A variety of scientific experiments are being conducted on the International Space Station every day. For starters, the ISS offers a unique opportunity to view our planet from the outside. Astronauts at the space station conduct experiments that include things like aiding with storm forecasts and testing satellite technology. Astronauts aboard the ISS also perform particle physics experiments, like using the alpha magnetic spectrometer O2 to look for dark matter and antimatter particles without the background noise that would normally dampen such a signal down here on Earth. Inhabitants of the space station also participate in studies of how the human body, including our muscles, bones, heart, and eyes, change without the presence of Earth's full gravity. In NASA's unique twin study, for example, astronaut Scott Kelly was studied for physiological, molecular, and cognitive changes during and after spending nearly a year in space in comparison to his retired astronaut identical twin brother, Mark Kelly. Among the key findings of the twin study was the determination that our immune system works in space just like it does here on Earth. Astronaut Scott Kelly gave himself a flu vaccine while aboard the ISS, and his immune system responded just as we would expect it to respond down here on the ground. Astronauts also learn how to keep spacecraft functioning. They get to test out new technology for future space missions. These technological developments, combined with the human biology studies, are our first steps toward the longer space missions which will be required for exploring other worlds. A trip to Mars, for example, would take at least three years round trip. Astronauts and cosmonauts are also tasked with maintenance, including spacewalks to conduct repairs. To combat the bone density and muscle loss known to occur in microgravity, they also have to fit in at least two hours of exercise each day. You can check out Canadian astronaut Chris Hadfield's series of videos about life on the ISS to get a look at what it's like to brush your teeth, wring out a washcloth, make dessert, and even sleep in microgravity. So who uses the International Space Station? The ISS was built and is run as an international partnership, which requires a significant amount of planning, coordination, and communication between space agencies. The major partners are the United States, via NASA, Russia, via the Roscosmos program, 
Europe, Japan, and Canada. Each space agency has contributed different equipment, and impressively, elements launched from different countries were only joined together for the first time in orbit. So who is on the ISS now? The ISS has been continuously occupied since November 2nd, 2000. Sometimes the crews are as small as two people, and other times there are as many as 13 crew members. For example, the ISS might have more occupants during shift changes or visits from the space shuttle. As of March 2019, those visitors have included 230 individuals from 18 countries, although the most frequent visitors are from the United States and Russia. To see who's there now, you can check out NASA's ISS Expeditions page. Since the retirement of NASA's space shuttle program in 2011, the Soyuz spacecraft is the only way for astronauts to get to the space station. There are also two Russian Soyuz vehicles docked there in case evacuation becomes necessary. However, the private company SpaceX aims to have its Dragon spacecraft be the first private spacecraft to bring crew members to the ISS. It already had a successful test run without the crew on board in March of 2019. The Dragon Cargo spacecraft was the first private spacecraft to dock with the ISS and provide cargo back in 2012. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. How big is the ISS? The space station is 357 feet, that's 109 meters, from one end of the truss, that's that long arm spanning the length of the station, to the other. The whole station has a mass of approximately 925,000 pounds. The space where the astronauts live and work is larger than a six-bedroom house and includes two bathrooms and a gym. The pressurized volume on board the ISS is about the same as that of a Boeing 747 and extends 240 feet, or 73 meters. How fast is the ISS moving? The station orbits the Earth every 90 minutes, which adds up to 16 orbits every day. The ISS travels at a speed of 5 miles per second, or about 18,000 miles, or 29,000 kilometers, per hour. So each day, the ISS views 16 sunrises and sunsets while traveling a path that is just shy of the distance to the moon and back. How is the ISS powered? Several arrays of solar panels collect energy from the sun in order to power the station. Added together, these panels cover an area of 27,000 square feet, or 2,500 square meters, which is nearly half of a football field. Where is the ISS? The space station orbits at an average altitude of 248 miles, that's 400 kilometers, above the Earth, 
and can be seen from down here without the aid of a telescope. Using NASA's Spot the Station, you can get a list of upcoming sighting opportunities for your home city or town. Then keep an eye out for what looks like a fast-moving plane. The path of the space station passes over 90% of the population. You can see photos the ISS crew has taken of us at NASA's site, the Gateway to Astronaut Photography of Earth. What records have been set with the ISS? The most consecutive days spent in space by an American is 340 days. Astronaut Scott Kelly set that record when he spent nearly a year at the space station in 2015 to 2016, along with Russian cosmonaut Mikhail Kornienko. However, the longest stretch of time spent in space is the 438 consecutive days Russian cosmonaut Valery Polyakov spent aboard the Mir space station in 1994 and 1995. The record for longest spaceflight by a woman was set by astronaut and biochemist Peggy Whitson, who spent 289 consecutive days in space in 2016 to 2017. Astronaut Christina Koch, who is on board the ISS now, is expected to break that record when she returns from a 328-day mission in 2020. Peggy Whitson, also the first woman commander of the ISS, has spent the most total time in space for a NASA astronaut at 665 days. She set that record in September of 2017. The world record is held by Russian cosmonaut Gennady Padalka, who has spent a whopping 879 days in space. NASA astronauts Susan Helms and Jim Voss conducted the longest spacewalk in 2001 during the construction of the ISS. It lasted 8 hours and 56 minutes. And NASA scheduled the first all-female spacewalk for March of 2019, but then quickly canceled it because there were not enough appropriately sized spacesuits to accommodate both women. What is the future of the ISS? There are plans to continue to operate the International Space Station until 2024, but beyond that, the future for the ISS is unclear. If the international partnership chooses not to continue to maintain and operate the space station, it could possibly be deorbited or recycled. Until next time, this is Dr. Sabrina Steerwalt with Everyday Einstein's quick and dirty tips for helping you make sense of science. You can become a fan of Everyday Einstein on Facebook or follow me on Twitter where I'm at QDT Einstein. If you have a question that you'd like to see on a future episode, send me an email at everydayeinstein at quickanddirtytips.com. Listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. And stay tuned for next week when I interview exoplanet hunter Moya McTeer and find out what goes into publishing a scientific paper and why we should trust them. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.